Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. Today's episode, how can an SDSF octogram ESTP succeed? So basically, how does a uh, subconscious developed, subconscious focused ESTP succeed in life? That's a question. Because if you guys think about it, like the implications of that question, what does that actually mean? Like what what is actually the risk? Why would an SDSF octogram, which is an atypical octogram, ESTP actually have struggle with success in their life. Aren't SDSF types like technically the closest to happiness? Yeah, but they're also the furthest away from maturity. And let me tell you something folks, ESTPs struggle with immaturity more than any of the 16 types. Why? What is one of the main outcomes, the main results of immaturity? Well, that is quite frankly, it's um, it's a lack of responsibility. They're irresponsible. They're unable to take personal responsibility. You know, when we were talking about like SI inferior compl- uh, and uh, comparing it to NI inferior a few episodes ago, and how NI inferior like it really really struggles with personal responsibility in that it makes decisions without thinking. It thinks before it acts. It creates consequences for other people. Other people have to clean up. And that's ultimately why ESTPs end up being imprisoned, because they think they, they do not they act without thinking, and they create negative consequences for others. Consequences that they're completely ignorant of, like they actually choose to willfully ignore consequences because of extrovert intuition demon, because consequences are scary. This is why you have to realize uh, ESTPs are actually entirely weak. They like to put on a big show and act like they're strong, but they're actually some of the weakest of the 16 types. It's kind of like that trope of, uh, or an archetype of the uh, playground bully, you know, and they're beating up every other kid, but they're actually the weakest child on the playground. And that's why. Literally that reason, you know. So why would an SDSF type be asking for advice on how to succeed? Shouldn't they already be successful? No, not necessarily, because from an ESTP perspective, the more irresponsible they are, the less successful they are. Uh, I mean, look at it, look at it from like a, an alpha-beta dichotomy from a red pill perspective involving an ESTP man. ESTP men get more women and more sex and uh, you know more attention from, uh, from women than any of the 16 types. They are the most masculine of all of the types, right? So as a result of that inborn, innate, uh, natural masculinity that they have, uh, the thing is, is that they're, they're able to produce alpha traits to you know, service the alpha side of a woman's hypergamy. But ESTPs are typically, almost always, completely fail at the beta male side, which means they really suck at provisioning, protection, uh, uh, parental uh, investment, uh, making money, those kinds of things. They really suck at that because they're irresponsible. And yeah, they're the bad boy and girls are attracted to the bad boys, but as soon as the girls switch their hypergamy up based on how old they are and where they're at in their life, they need more security. And oftentimes those ESTPs get cheated on 
by women who need those beta traits at that time of their lives. This is why I maintain, you know, that the red pill teaching that you should only focus on alpha traits alone is actually incorrect. And no, I am not preaching purple pill. I'm against purple pill. I'm very pro red pill. And I maintain red pills should be primary in every man's life. However, a man should not ignore the beta traits or their blue pill side entirely. Masculine idealism is a thing. Masculine idealism needs to be respected. And ESTP men often are alphas in their youth, but complete betas when they're older. It's like they do this hard switch. I'm recommending that they stay predominantly alpha, but have a little bit of respect for their blue pill side so that they can utilize it in terms of being able to be personally responsible. No one wants to wake up 40 or 50 years old to realize that they're a loser. They had a lot of good times, no regrets, right? But they're going to have to work for the rest of their life. They're not going to be able to retire, for example. They never made it. They never made it big. They never got rich. What a bunch of losers. You see what I'm saying? Like, they spend their whole lives doing what? Owning a house? Maybe. You know, uh, getting a loan against their income because they're debt slaves? Really? You know, they, they never actually tried to be an entrepreneur. They never actually tried to go anywhere because they were entirely irresponsible. Yeah, they had unlimited women and lots of great times. Great times that they'll never have again. Which, if you think about it, is one of the greatest fears an ESTP actually has. SI Nemesis becomes very worried that the good times that they had in the past, they will never have again. And they get insanely nostalgic, right? And those ESTPs are like, oh, dang, I'll never be able to have as many women as I used to in my youth. When the reality situation is, that's not actually true, as long as they actually are responsible, right? Man's prime doesn't start until 36, and it's 36 through 44. That's his prime, right? You see? And just because the ESTP just happened to be that one guy that could bang all the girls who were 20 to 25, while everyone else had to wait till they're in their late 30s to do it, you know, that's not necessarily a thing. So they start out irresponsible, and they have to learn how to become responsible. So how does an S SD, SF, uh, subconscious developed, uh, INFJ subconscious developed, INFJ focused, ESTP succeed? Well, they have to develop the habit of personal responsibility. They have to go all out to write everything down. They need to read books consistently. I had actually an SDSF ESTP come up to me recently and tell me he's never read a book in his life. And I couldn't help but just laugh at the guy. And I did. I really did. I actually did laugh at the guy. I'm like, you're telling me you're like 23 years old, you've never read a book in your life? You're such a loser. Like, wow. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, how are you ever gonna like get anywhere? Oh, I'm doing just fine, man. You know, I can get the girls. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to class here so I can cut hair and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, yeah, dude. But you're, you're not going to be rich. You're probably just going to get a house and be like a debt slave the rest of your life. You know, working for the elite and you have no idea. You're going to be treated like cattle. You're already treated like cattle and you're content with being cattle. You know, you always think these girls are going to stick around for you. Or are you, these girls are just going to be like just some fling to you? Because that's the thing. ESTP men... They can get unlimited flings, but none of them is going to, like, stick around for them, right? And that's what they long for. They long for that intimacy. They long for that connectedness. They long for their girl to be willing to stick around. Like, ESTPs, they actually don't really want the harem, per se, because they want that deep connectedness, that intimacy. 
So if it was up to them, they'd be able to do it with the one, and the one that would stick around and get like super deep and super connected to them. That's what they'd be going for. They don't often have that opportunity. And it's just so weird to me. It's so ridiculous how that works on a regular basis, you know? So it just, it just, it's, it's really sad to watch. And then all of a sudden, like, because like they've been that way their whole life, they finally get that super high paying job or they finally get their business up off the ground. And that's great for them, but they become so weak. They just, they let go of all their alpha traits entirely and become entirely beta because it's like, oh, I've just checked out of the sexual marketplace. I don't have to put in any effort anymore. And then those ESTPs who are the most alpha of the 16 types don't care about their male burden of performance anymore. And it's just sad. And then they, uh, they like, they, they're born literally the, the best of us, the alpha of us, and then they die the biggest losers. And it's like, wow, what a waste. What a waste. There's an example of that in the Bible. Samson and Delilah. Delilah was an ENFP. Samson was an ESTP. Superego relationship. And Samson, as soon as he uh, got intimate with her and felt connected with her, he just he gave up everything to her, basically. And she used him and she completely destroyed him and his life. Gotta be careful. He became completely beta. And then she lost respect for him, and then she screwed him over. Literally that. If he never gave it up, if he never if he never went beta mode on her, that story would have been way different. He wouldn't have died the miserable death that he died at the very end. It's really sad. Really sad story, Samson and Delilah. But that's a warning to ESTPs out there, ESTP men, like, watch out, you know. And that guy, he's definitely SDSF. You know, Samson. Samson definitely his octogram is SDSF with how he behaved and everything he did. It's all about performance, right? But he completely gave it up. He gave it up for a woman, right? And that's not success. That's just him dying a loser. Literally. And it sucks. It sucks to be him. He lost everything. You know, is that someone we should be looking up to? No. He serves as a warning. So, like, we don't behave like that. So we don't be like him, right? It's like all these people, you know, you get, you guys go to funerals, you know, or you guys, you guys host funerals or something, and then you're like, oh, you know, let's just talk about all the good things this person did. And like, no, 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 no. You need to talk about the bad things. You need to talk about their failures. You need to talk about how when they died, they were snorting coke off of a hose ass, and then he screwed her, and then he OD'd immediately after and then died because that was his plan all along. You should talk about that. You should talk about how he didn't have his origin meant, how... He didn't get the intimacy or the connectedness that he needed. He was looking for in his whole life. He never got it. So he, because he didn't get it, he just decided to check out permanently. And entirely shirk the responsibility of his uh, male burden of performance. Yeah, that happened to like one of my best friends growing up. And I buried him. I carried him to his grave, and I buried him. I miss him. Had I behaved differently in those days, he might still be alive. Wow. But then again, I'm not letting the pain of his death go to waste. That's one of the reasons why I am motivated to keep talking to you folks now. To honor him. 
so he lives on. He lives on in my memory and potentially the memory of these broadcasts, these episodes. Here's to you, Lawrence. Don't be like Samson. Don't be like Lawrence. Actually put in the effort. Read books. You want to succeed? As an SDSF, you need to develop maturity, which means good habits. You know, so why don't you read the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? Why don't you read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People? Why don't you read the book, The 48 Laws of Power? Or better yet, everything written by Robert Greene. You need to read books. You need to develop your ISTJ side. And the best way for you to develop your ISTJ side is to read books. Read nonfiction. Especially things you disagree with or things that you are afraid of the most. Ryan Holiday, who is TI parent, calls it the obstacle being the way. You need to make the obstacle the way. So whatever is an obstacle in your life, ESTPs, do it. Face it head on. Like you're always trying to tell everyone else to face things head on. You're always trying to tell everyone else to stop being so afraid, yet you're the biggest, most afraid people I know. It's ridiculous. You guys are hypocrites. And don't forget, in season 17, particularly the Templar episode, I talk about how you guys are hypocrites. And this is how your hypocrisy manifests. It's gross. Stop being gross people. Stop rejecting your own identity. And realize you don't have an identity because you didn't even bother looking. Because you're too scared to even look. So read a book. Start with Henry David Thoreau's Civil Disobedience. Henry David Thoreau is an ISTJ. ISTJs, if you're watching this... Read Henry David Thoreau, Civil Disobedience. ESTPs, read Henry David Thoreau, Civil Disobedience. A uh, good way to get it is to go on Audible and buy uh, the autobiography of Benjamin Franklin. And the, very, uh, the prologue to the book is the essay, Civil Disobedience by Henry David Thoreau. I highly recommend it. It is an incredible, incredible book. I mean, you, guys, you have no excuse. And if you're used to be like, well, I can't read books because I forget everything I read. Well, then have a freaking notepad and write it down. Write the ideas presented and write your reactions. It's not that hard. And then review it later. You have to have self-discipline. If you're just going to be this person in life who's just going to act without thinking, because SD, SF, Octogram, ESTPs act without thinking more than everybody else, Oh, to the point where it's disgusting, to the point where it's like, wow, everyone is completely alienated to be around them and should probably not be around them because if they're not around them, that means we don't have to clean up the mess they leave behind. And they're always expecting people to stick around for them. They're always expecting to have everyone else have their back. Yeah, right. Why do they want to have their back when everyone ends up getting saddled with responsibilities and obligations when those ESTPs are around? Gross. It's absolutely gross. So, the point is, don't be like that. Read books. Read a lot of books. Go to csjoseph.i4/reading. That's all the books I've read, and I still got to update it with another year's worth of books. A bunch of books. And once it's updated, you know, just keep just keep reading. You'll become better for it. Yeah, you may have happiness now, but the happiness will turn into ash in your mouth later when you're older. Mark my words. Mark my words. The male burden of performance is not just the alpha traits. It's also the beta traits. You want to make sure you're 100% red, but also not letting go 
of your beta traits at the same time because they do have a place, they do have some importance. Masculine idealism has some importance. Don't be purple pill. Don't be 50-50 red pill, 50-50 blue pill like a loser. No. Masculine versus the feminine it means that the masculine is always primary, so the red pill always has to be primary. Just let your blue pill traits be very secondary, but don't sell your, don't be a sellout. Oftentimes, even uh, unconscious developed ESTPs, the ISTJ unconscious developed ESTPs, they're often sellouts. Don't be like them, but be mature, and you won't gain maturity unless you surround people who are better than you, and then also read. Read nonfiction and read it consistently, especially if you disagree with it. Anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.